Hey, Fiona, it's Mo. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, Mo. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, but how are you? Because I woke up this morning and I was a little concerned when I saw all these people calling you a fascist or whatever. That really took me by surprise. You know, it took me by surprise, too. Um, I never thought I'd be having a phone call with Mo about people calling me a fascist, but that is what's (laughs) happening on my Twitter. Welcome to 2020, right? I know. And it's one of the only names that people are calling me that I can say politely out loud. But um, here we are in 2020 on Twitter. What is happening? I mean, you're you're like very non-political. You're amazing to watch on TV, but you're not like controversial. No, I'm generally not controversial. And to be honest, I keep most of my political beliefs to myself on Twitter because quite frankly, trolls bore me to death. And the minute I express a negative opinion about certain politicians, maybe orange ones, you know, the trolls (laughs) just go crazy. So I have learned, um, well, I shouldn't say I've learned a lesson. Honestly, it just bores me when people are like that. But um, during this pandemic, I have taken to Twitter a lot more because I think it's so important that we keep the messaging out there, the guidelines out there that are being given by scientists and doctors. So I've been trying to play my role as a responsible citizen of this community who wants to keep our community safe here in Metro Vancouver. I live in Kitsilano. Uh, Yes, I'm fortunate. Yes, I'm lucky. But yes, I've worked damn hard for 25 years to stay living in Kitsilano, which is my neighborhood. Uh, But you know, you get accused of privilege no matter what you do uh, on the internet these days. But my neighbor uh, was walking his dog as I was walking mine. And he said to me, at a safe physical distance, I might add, that <laughs> he had just, well, you have to define everything, right? That he had just walked past Kitsilano High School, which is literally mm. less than a block away from our homes. Yeah. And he said to me that he was really mad. And this was uh, just, I think, I want to say three days ago. And he said he was really angry. And he's been pretty positive. I had a positive outlook about the pandemic for the most part. And I said, well, what happened? Mm -hmm. And he said, I just saw about 20 kids on my walk home. They were playing soccer on the soccer pitch at Kitts High School. And he said, honestly, Fiona, 5 o'clock every day is when I walk my dog. 5 o'clock every day this week, there's been at least 20. uh, You know, I'm not going to say kids because there's a real age range. I can't really tell by the video because my neighbor took it. And he Mm -hmm. said he took a video. And they're about 15 to 20-year-old guys, mostly, uh, playing soccer. And I said, well, can you send me the video? I'd love to tweet it out and see if we can get some action taken to get the field closed because it should be if that's what people are doing every day. Why was it even open? It's so that weird that would be open, question. right? I think it was just an oversight because the new Kitsilano High School, they've just rebuilt it, and it, ha- it has a wonderful soccer pitch on it that if it weren't a pandemic would be a great place for people to play when school's out. Sure, uh, but, yeah. So he, he sent me the video, and I tweeted it out, and I tagged the Vancouver School Board and uh, also the City of Vancouver in the tweet. It since has gone viral, um, and, you know, it's been a while because I – don't usually spend a lot of time on Twitter since I've had a tweet go viral, but being that it's kind of a political one, because what I was asking is why is this field open? Who Mm -hmm. are these people? Um, They're going home to their homes that they probably live with other human beings. 
we know the one thing we all know about this this virus is that we don't know enough about this virus to know how it operates. And it, yeah. it's a moving target every day. So if one of those people on that soccer field has the virus and they could be asymptomatic and be a carrier, drop a sweat, you know how it goes, they could take it home yeah. to their family. And then it's exponential as we've seen. We just use Italy as an example, New York as an example. Carelessness needs, leads to these breakouts. My mom, who lives in this neighborhood, is 85. She's immune compromised. There is also a seniors living facility uh, within a block of that soccer pitch, and we've seen mm. what's happening in seniors' facilities. So, yes, I'm protective of my neighborhood. But back to your first question, why are people calling me a fascist? <laughs> yeah, I still don't see the connection yet. Apparently, tweeting out a video of people defying our guidelines, and they're not laws yet, they're guidelines of physical mm-hmm. distancing is to some trolls out there a fascist move for me wow. to care about this. So the backlash, you know how, I don't need to explain to you, Mo, how social media, especially Twitter, is toxic. But when it comes yeah. to situations like this, political situations, this pandemic, it really breaks, it's bringing out the worst in people from conspiracy theorists thinking that the pandemic is not real to mm-hmm. people thinking I should be shot uh, for expressing this opinion that being a People said that? That was this morning. Um, oh. I've been using the, the block feature more than often, but I will say that it's about 25% um, really bad backlash. 75% That's still a lot. It is but 25% a lot. is a lot. It's, a, it's way more than I would have expected. Uh, but most people agree with me that, you know, it's, it, we're living in extraordinary times. And I care about my community. I care about my health, of course. Yeah. But the people around me, I'm very protective of my family. I'm sure. very protective of my community. When I see people doing things that there is no excuse for, it's sheer ignorance and selfishness. I have social media. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, uh, I think we should be reporting everyone who's breaking the rules, like whether that's people hoarding toilet paper or, you know, there was that incident where people were reselling masks that that could have been used in the medical community, like stuff like that. I think we really need to discipline people and be like, this is serious. It can spread really quickly. You know, get it together. It's not asking people for much, especially when, you know, a lot of people's lives are on hold. (laughs) Yeah, on hold, and also people's lives are at stake. And Mm -hmm. maybe I sound alarmist to some of those trolls out there, but it just takes one person, you know, Mm -hmm. to have it. And and people, you know, it's funny because the narrative of people that uh, I'm going to say are pandemic deniers or the people who just want to be out partying and playing soccer and not abiding by the rules, the narrative they create for themselves is, is, it's at, if people weren't dying, it'd be comical because every backlash comment neglects to mention how many deaths there are and how serious this is. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a narrative of convenience. And yeah, I would love it if people could be outside playing soccer in this beautiful Easter Sunday. But now is mm-hmm. not the time. The stupidity that happens over this particular long weekend could, as Justin Trudeau warned, carry us longer in this time of self-isolation, never mind more people getting sick and dying. But if 
being called nasty names is what it takes, I'll take it. Because within three hours, there was a little bit of confusion. There still is a little bit of confusion on my part. I guess the city, if you dial 311, there is a pre-recorded message, or at least there was when I phoned two days ago, saying that they are not enforcing physical distancing. I guess it's kept Oh, interesting. Off. Okay. Yeah. I thought cops were out and telling people and giving out warnings and... I think so, but I guess the language is different. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. they are finding people now, and there are bylaw officers out there now. I saw some at the dog beach the other day, park sport mm-hmm. officers. But this um, Kitsilano High School, I guess, it's technically uh, Vancouver School Board properly, property, but within right. a couple of hours, the Vancouver School Board had responded to me and they said they were going to have security on the field over the weekend. And in another hour, uh, Pete Fry had responded as well. And he said that he was going to get the field taped off. And he did say that that field should have been taped off and it was an oversight. There Mm -hmm. is a lot going on in our city. And I understand that there may be an oversight of that field and people are misusing it. So it will be shut down. The same thing could happen to our beaches if people are stupid this weekend. I don't want to see that. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But if it it keeps us alive, call me names. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think people should call you names. And and for the record, I I really think you did the right thing. And that sucks that you get that kind of backlash for it. But, you know, ultimately we are in it together. And it, it sucks that people are blatantly disregarding these rules and these protocols and that overshadows a lot of the community coming together while still socially distancing in, in trying to um, get over this thing, right? And trying to move forward on this. So it sucks that that kind of takes away attention. It sucks that you get that backlash, but I think you did the right thing. Thanks, Mo. I think most people, logical people, would agree that playing soccer is against the physical distancing yeah. guidelines. <laughs> But yeah. on Twitter, it's a different story. And most of the people who do disagree and call names, you know, they're a little eggs. They don't have any followers. Yeah. <laughs> Not really going to worry about their feelings too much when I block them. But yeah, yeah I, I do think we all need to come together and and protect our communities no matter where you live. Because we, as you just said, Mo, we're all in this together. We don't want this. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be posting videos and tattletailing on people, but if that <laughs> protects people in my community, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear that you're on it, and I really hope that you don't let social media get you down and, and you can still enjoy uh, a different type of egg this Easter as opposed <laughs> to the Twitter eggs. It is true, and it's funny because, you know, you can get a 100 nice messages, but that one nasty one will stick with you. I'm trying to focus on the positive and that people are supporting one another through all this, and that that is mm-hmm. what I want to do. Is I just want to support our community and keep it as safe mm-hmm. as possible. It's a scary time. I stay up at night, like a lot of people do, wondering when this is going to end and how it's going to end. But if we can all make it end sooner by doing the right thing and, and uh, obeying the guidelines, and listening to Dr. Bonnie Henry, you know, there is a logical, calm voice out there for us. And we are so lucky to have mm-hmm. uh, scientists and the doctors that we do uh, taking the time out of what I can't even imagine what their days are like to to talk to British Columbia every day. Absolutely. I appreciate and respect them so much. 
Absolutely. Well, hey, I just wanted to call to check up on you, make sure you're doing all right and, you know, not being bogged down by the the Twitter (laughs) mobs. But it sounds like you have a good headspace. And again, I appreciate you reporting stuff like that. And I think we need to get everyone in line. So, So thanks so much for doing that and take care of yourself. Thanks, Mo, and thanks for doing what you're doing. I always am listening and uh, love your podcast. Thank you so much. We'll chat soon. Sounds good. Bye now. Bye.